KLIN Weather brought to you by John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Good Saturday morning. We have a refreshing forecast in store. It'll be a cooler and quite a bit less humid. A high temperature near 82 degrees under mostly sunny skies. We'll remain mostly clear into Saturday night and throughout much of the overnight hours as well. There is a small chance for an isolated shower. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Buying and selling gold, silver, platinum, and palladium bars and coins. And rare and collectible coins. We also buy gold scrap and stream flatware. If you wish to buy or sell any of these items, please call 402-327-2853 for an appointment. One Shot, One Life. Welcome to One Shot, One Life. Helping you win with money, people, faith, work, health. And your hopes and dreams. We help you stop worrying and start winning. I will not waste my life watching the world go by. I've only got one shot. One shot. One life. And now, welcome your host, best-selling author, speaker, CEO, husband, and dad, Doug Fitzgerald on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome to the show. I'm Doug Fitzgerald. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're watching on Facebook Live, I'm over here trying to get everything live and make sure that our show's up on my page. That's what I'm doing over here. Sometimes it may seem like I don't know what the heck I'm doing. So anyway, we do have it live on Facebook. I'll talk about that in a second. But this is the show where we help you stop worrying and start winning in all aspects of life, money, people, faith, Work, health, and your hopes and dreams. And today we have an amazing show lined up for you. I can't wait for you to, in, to introduce you to our guest. She is absolutely awesome. You're going to love it. And again, we'd like to welcome those of you who are joining us on Facebook. We appreciate you being here on Facebook Live. Uh, we will broadcast through our page at 1400KLIN. So you can always watch us live now, but then the recording will always be up as well, and you can watch us there. So, uh, And I want to thank my Facebook Live producers. They're over here making sure everything happens and make sure everything goes smooth uh johnny cadillac is over here hey do it do a quick shout out johnny what? just say something really loud oh man yeah just just hey hey johnny cadillac here there Welcome we go to one shot one life all right i wanted to get johnny on kenny larrabee is our digital director kenny you want to say anything um hello i'm kenny <laughs> there you go so i want to make sure that people really know that that we have people back here actually taking care of things so thank you guys so much for getting us alive and getting us on the air there and i also want to thank my uh executive producer how about that, Does that <laughs> oh sound did good? i get a promotion yeah sure, sure. <laughs> i'll jo take it josh floyd so josh how you doing this week i am doing great how are you doug good good it's been a great week busy week Filled in for LNK with Jack and Friends a couple days this week and also Drive Time Lincoln, so that was fun. And Yeah, you were all over the place. Yeah, and our, waking up early and burning the midnight oil. Oh, I tell you what, I'm a th and I'm a third shifter, so getting up at 4.30 in the morning is one of those things to try to get used to. But it's been a great week and uh, really have enjoyed uh, what we've had going on here at KLIN. But I really look forward to this weekend and our show for today. Um, we've got a powerful and inspiring show. Uh, it'll deeply encourage you uh, because our guest has a story of hope. Uh, her name is Caitlin Phelps. She's a licensed mental health professional here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Recently won her battle with breast cancer at the age of 28. Uh, she's going to share a powerful and encouraging story of how she walked through it all with um, the love and support of an amazing community of family and friends. Uh, she's also going to share with us uh, from her counseling side 
uh, tips for us, tips to help those who have been given a life-threatening health diagnosis and how to navigate through that as productively as possible, and also tips to help people who want to help those going through a uh, major health crisis in their lives but just don't know exactly what to do or what to say. And a lot of times, you know, I, and I've even struggled with this at times too, is like what do I say or what do I do? And a lot of times people will choose to do nothing. And I think maybe that's probably the wrong decision, and I think Caitlin will give us some insight into that. So she's going to join us in just a couple of minutes. Now, we do have some programming updates, Josh, uh, for the next several weeks. Husker football is going to be kicking off, and so uh, whenever there's Husker football on, we get preempted as a show, depending upon the time uh, of the game. So if the game's later in the evening, then we'll, we'll have a show, but if not, we won't. But I do want people to know that we are working on some great guest lineups for, uh, when we do, you know, when we come back on the show, um, over the next several weeks. So I wanted to walk through those, uh, real quick. The first one I'm excited about, Madison Watkins. She was in the top 12 of American Idols this last season. Um, she's got a great story. She's kicking off her career. We're gonna, we're working on getting her on. She's got new music that's gonna be launched. She also has a nonprofit called Glow Movement. And what that does is she goes around to schools, speaks to kids, uh, helping them, uh, knowing their identity, setting goals for themselves, and then surrounding themselves with people who allow them to pursue their passions. Sound familiar? Yeah. Sounds, yeah. sounds like what we do. Yeah. So excited Talk about that a lot. Yeah. So excited to have Madison on. And then, um, in the area of faith, because that's one area that we really want to touch upon, uh, we're going to have an associate lead pastor here in Lincoln at the Brian Church. His name is Josh Luce, super guy, uh, great dad, great husband and father. Uh, I couldn't think of a better person to bring in to have a raw, transparent and non-judgmental discussion about faith and uh, helping us know how to know God's will for our lives. So Josh is going to be great. Now here's another cool guest that we'll have, and it's Josh's dad. So I've got a lot of good friends around the country, right? Dr. Pat Luce is from um, South Sioux City, and he's a board-certified chiropractor. Uh, he's been treating, he's treated over 25,000 patients, patients from all over the country. Uh, he's practiced for over 35 years and owns Tri-State Physicians and Physical Therapy Clinic in South Sioux City. They are placed among the top 1% of clinics in the country. He is a best-selling author, award-winning author, and very passionate about helping people live a healthy lifestyle in losing weight, learning how to build up their immune systems as well. And I thought it would be great to have him in, especially as COVID's starting to rear its ugly head up again, to come in and really talk about how can we boost our immune systems to really protect ourselves from that. So we'll have Dr. Pat come in, uh, super guy. And then on October 23rd, I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio. We're going to try something a little different. I'm going to be doing the show with a live studio audience. So hopefully we'll have Kenny helping me out and figuring out, like, how do we get this whole thing to work? Uh, but I'll be there um, for the Igniting Souls Conference, and we're going to have Carrie Oberbrunner on. Carrie is the CEO of Igniting Souls Publishing Agency and the Ethos Collective. He's a Wall Street Journal and a USA Today bestselling author, and he puts on this conference every year. And I've been associated with it for the last few years. The cool thing is, is I'm going to be um, co-hosting and co-emceeing their Author Elite Awards. They've got thousands of entries from around the world uh, every year that are put up for these awards. I'll be um, co-emceeing with my dear friend Lisa Mosher. Lisa is former Miss Ohio and former Mrs. International, so that'll be fun to work with. But we're going to do the show in front of the live conference audience. 
which will be really, really fun. No pressure there at all. No pressure, especially if we can make sure it works. You know, so we don't have to take the. You know, I think it'd be great to take the whole team on the road. Wouldn't that be kind of fun? Let's do it. All right, but we have to have somebody back here taking care of things. So, um, anyway, so that'll be fun. We're going to be interviewing Carrie, but here's what he's going to do: share tips on how to finally write that book you may have thought about writing. There's a lot of people that have a dream or a passion to want to write a book, but they just either don't know how to write the book, how to go about it, or once you have a book or a manuscript, then what do you do with it? How do you get it published? And Carrie's an expert in that field. Uh, he's helped me turn my book into multiple streams of income as well. Um, that's how I got associated with him. So it's going to be great to have Carrie Oberbrenner on the show, and that show will be October 23rd. If you have an amazing story yourself that you'd like to tell uh, where you're taking full advantage of your one life, or you know an expert in the areas of money, people, faith, work, health, your hopes and dreams that you'd like uh, to have on that would be a great guest, you can simply email me at Doug at KLAN.com, Doug at KLAN.com, and we will take those uh, requests. We'll see if it would fit for the show. So with that, I was going to do something. Um, I'm going to throw a loop at you here, Josh. I was going to do something here to close out this first segment, but I'm, I'm too excited to get Caitlin on. And I think she has so much information that's going to be vital for our listeners to listen to. So I'm going to, we're going to go ahead and dump that. We'll save it for another show. You got and it. And we're just going to jump right into um, today's show and our guest with Caitlin. So if you have a question or a word of encouragement for Caitlin as we go throughout the show, you're more than welcome to call or text the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400. It is 1114, and we're going to take a quick break. When we return, we're going to welcome Caitlin Phelps to the show. Caitlin, Caitlin will be sharing her powerful and encouraging story of how she beat breast cancer at the age of 28 and walked through it all with the love and support of an amazing community of family and friends. You are listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Buying and selling precious metals such as silver, gold, platinum, and palladium. We buy and sell coins and bills, both domestic and foreign. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. It's time to stop worrying and start winning. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back to One Shot, One Life. It is 1117. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. You can also listen to our show live on our website at KLAN.com or on our app. Uh, if you don't have the app, go there today. It's absolutely free to get, and you can take us wherever you go. Now, here's the great thing about our website and the app is that you can also pull up our past shows and listen to them whenever it's convenient. Like last week's show, we had our guest, Shelly Phillips, who's a career brand strategist, and she shared strategies uh, how to land your dream job. And I've already heard from several people who have taken those strategies and started implementing in their lives. As a matter of fact, I met with a guy on Thursday night for about an hour uh, just because of the show. So um, it was very impactful. And like I said, if you want to re-listen to that, go check us out on the website or app and just go to the podcast area, click on One Shot, One Life, and you'll be able to see all the shows um, that we've done before. All right, cancer. It's a disease that impacts nearly every person in America in one way or another. And according to the American Cancer Society in 2020, it's estimated that there were 1.8 million people diagnosed with a brand new case of cancer and over 606,000 deaths from cancer alone. Uh, today, our guest recently won her battle with breast cancer. And specifically, breast cancer uh, in 2020, there were 279 thousand people diagnosed with breast cancer and over 42,000 deaths because of it. Now listen, this is, this is for both men and women. And something that most people don't know is that men 
get breast cancer as well. In 2020, over 2,600 men were diagnosed and uh, 520 men actually died from it. Now, here's the reason why I mention it, because it's something that was brought to my attention and it's very personal to me. A little over five years ago, I discovered a lump in my left breast uh, and I had it removed. It was benign. In other words, it, it wasn't cancerous. But needless to say, for me, uh, cancer awareness has become a critical focus regarding my overall health um, and health care as well. And it's important. I try to share that with men. Obviously, you want to, you know, the older you get, your health is important and you want to make sure you're doing all you can to make sure that you're um, being proactive uh, in the process. Today's guest was diagnosed with breast cancer too early in life, in my opinion, over the past couple of years. Not that it's ever good. Um, but over the past couple of years, she's fought it and won. Uh, she is here to share her story and also give us some very practical advice, both for someone who's been diagnosed with a life-threatening disease and for friends and family of those diagnosed uh, who want to support them as well. Caitlin Phelps is a licensed mental health professional, breast cancer survivor, and a dear friend. So, Caitlin, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. Thanks, Doug. You are so welcome. It's so good to have you. Um, what I'd like for you to do, if you would, just start out by sharing a little bit about who you are mm -hmm. uh, so our audience gets to know more about you. Awesome. Well, I'm Caitlin. I grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska, and actually went to Lincoln East High School. Mm -hmm. Go Spartans. Yes. <laughs> um, <I'm> <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, here we go. There we go. Already I'm trash talking. The, I'm the only knight in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not numbered. And I uh, went to Nashville, Tennessee for school, Lipscomb University. It's a small private liberal arts school. And I majored in psychology and family sciences. So fun to go to school in Nashville. Lots of music and good food and awesome, awesome time doing school down there. After my undergraduate, I continued my education and received my master's of marriage and family therapy um, from Lipscomb as well and had an awesome experience as well um, in my master's program. And then I moved back to Lincoln to be closer to family in, um, after graduation and I've been here ever since. So... So you're a licensed counselor. I am, yes. And you have a practice here in town. Tell I us do. a little bit about that. Yeah, so I am. Uh, I practice alongside a friend of mine. Um, her name is Rachel. We um, own Wholehearted Therapy, and I um, am so honored to do the work that I do, holding space for others in their hard stories. And I work a lot with individuals that are experiencing anxiety, depression, life transitions, low self-esteem, relationship difficulties. Um, as you can imagine, this mm -hmm. last couple of years has been very difficult for so many people struggling with their mental and emotional health. Um, so I'm super honored just that I get to hold space for those people and um, struggling with so much going on in the world right now. So, What are the age ranges that you work with? I work with older adolescents up to however ages. I, I really see a lot of young adults, though. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that it's a wonderful thing. Kind of the stigma of, of receiving therapy is is slowly dissipating, which I'm yes. really grateful for. So many people my age are really open to experiencing therapy and getting that support. So I do see a lot of young adults, but really older adolescents to any age is is kind of where my practice is. And we were talking before the show started how the pandemic really has um, impacted a lot of people, but mm -hmm. increased awareness. What have you seen? Absolutely. I think most every therapist is pretty slammed right now with right. people seeking services. And, you know, it's really sad and also hopeful, too, because I think people are more willing to reach out for support and help. Um, so it's it's a lot. It's it's 
you know, people are just really struggling with everything. And I'm just grateful for the work so many providers here and do in Lincoln to lean into that and support our community. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been difficult and struggle. Um, and I also feel as if during the pandemic, there was so many good tools that were given in terms of mental health and um, supporting that. And I'm just I'm grateful to be a part of that work. We are big advocates of mental health here at One Shot One Life. And uh, it's something that helped save my marriage mm -hmm. uh, with Tammy. Mm -hmm. And it's impacted us in many other ways with our kiddos and our family as well. How can people get in touch with you? Let's go ahead and just share that right at the beginning. Because I know once people start hearing your story and the, the advice they provide, they're just going to fall in love with you. <laughs> so. Well, my website is wholeheartedtherapy.co. Um, I think your, my email and phone number on the, that um, page, as well as I have a Facebook page, Wholehearted Therapy. Um, so my contact info is there. Welcome to uh, get in touch with me if you'd like. So. Good. So head there. And then we'll also give that information at the end of the show as well. So thank you for sharing awesome. that. Well, um, you've been battling breast cancer for the past couple of years, mm -hmm. um, and you're able to beat it. Mm -hmm. You also had an amazing support team of medical professionals, mm -hmm. uh, family and friends. Uh, why don't you walk us through your journey? Yes. So my story with breast cancer actually began in 2018 when I was 28, 25 years old at the time. I found a lump on my own and went to the doctor to investigate and soon was receiving an ultrasound and biopsy. Um, of course, had no no scare that it was going to be cancer. I was 25. There was really minimal history in my family. Um, at the time, it was diagnosed as benign, just a benign lump. Um, we found out later that was a misdiagnosis. Um, so went on my merry way after that first ultrasound and biopsy, thought everything was okay. About a year later, I felt the same lump, but felt some changes and some pain. Um, so went back to the doctor. And at that time, received another ultrasound and biopsy and then received the call on July 12th, 2019. I was 26 at the time. And of course, just my world was changed mm. in about 45 seconds. Mm. Um, so never expected that. Was ready to get that call in here. Everything's good. Just keep moving on with life. No problem. Um, but unfortunately, the opposite happened. So of course, that was an incredible, pivotal moment in my life and incredibly scary and difficult. At the time, I had really little in information um, when they told me it's breast cancer. We don't know what stage. <laughs> we don't know what kind. We just know um, that's what the biopsy has said. And I got that call on a Friday. And so I had the whole weekend to dwell mm. on that information, <laughs> which was so difficult. Um, so was told you know, we have a follow-up scheduled with an oncologist and you'll get scans next week to kind of see how everything is going. So uh, pretty immediately contacted um, my family uh, one by one to to share the information and try and make sense together what, what this meant. Uh, but, you know, I was in absolute, absolute trauma just mm -hmm. under trying to understand. I'm so young. <laughs> I don't know what this means for my life. And, you know, Am, am I going to die? Am I going to, um, what's going to happen to me? Um, what, what dreams are, am I going to miss? Um, so many questions, so much uncertainty, so much fear. Um, and I called all my family and of course my family's amazing. <laughs> They're so wonderful. Um, and they just, you know, said, we're with you. You're going to get through this. We love you. We care for you. Um, you know, of course they were heartbroken as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so difficult, such, such hard news. Um, 
I called in close family and friends that weekend and we gathered to pray and, and to encourage um, each other and just sit in the hard and, and difficult and try to um, gain a sense of <laughs> bravery together. So mm-hmm. really difficult, really difficult days. Um, probably those first couple of days, couple of weeks were the emotionally the hardest for me. So what was what ultimately ended up happening then? What did you get diagnosed with? And then what was the you know treatment for that? Mm-hmm. So uh, the the next week got a lot of answers. Um, I was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer, um, which meant that the cancer had spread to my lymph nodes, but the um, it was not detectable anywhere else in my body, which was great news. So um, it was local spread, but not um, stage four. Uh, so it was recommended pretty soon after. Um, that I receive chemotherapy, uh, a double mastectomy, um, and reconstruction, as well as radiation. Um, I also uh, received a diagnosis pretty early on of BRCA, and I don't know how familiar you are with that, but it's a genetic mutation that um, many people have, and it leads to a lifelong risk of developing um, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, other reproductive cancers. So there was kind of a sense of understanding of why I might have gotten that diagnosis because of this genetic mutation that I was diagnosed with, got a lot of information about that. And that's something that I'm um, definitely passionate about trying to share awareness on because it's it's something that it runs in families um, and can um, help you to understand what preventative steps you need to take to avoid a life altering diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, 1128. We're talking with Caitlin Phelps. Uh, she uh, had a battle with breast cancer and uh, won that. She's 28 years old. Uh, she's t- sharing with us her story. Caitlin, why don't you walk real quickly over the next uh, couple of minutes here before our next break? Of, uh, what did it take as far as what was recovery like? Because mm-hmm. you beat the cancer. Mm-hmm. So obviously you had a lot of good people in your corner helping you out. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, unfortunately, cancer doesn't stop after you've experienced the intensive treatment. There's still emotional and physical side effects that um, continue um, undergoing all of those things, chemo, surgery, radiation, such physical um, just uh, demand and definitely was very, very difficult. So physically and emotionally, uh s- just really difficult to walk through um, lots of questions about what this meant for the rest of my life. And it definitely impeded upon the goals that I had as a 26 mm-hmm. year old, building a career, building a family, um, you know, all of those things that you're thinking about when you're that age. Um, so obviously that was incredibly, incredibly difficult, but I had such an amazing, first of all, medical team um, and family that, that were able to get me through that. And I feel so, so grateful to, to have, now I'm in remission and yep. no evidence of disease and so, so grateful to be at this place. When were you declared? So after my surgery, mm-hmm. um, they did a, a biopsy of the tissue that they took and they could not find anything. Yay. So that was a beautiful, beautiful day. It was, it was a weird thing because I was still recovering from surgery, but got really great news. Um, but that was super helpful to push me into healing through that. 
And you have a new puppy, and I, I hear did. there's a name that's associated <laughs> yes. with some of that. Yeah, so my primary oncologist, Dr. Hutchins, shout out. Um, <laughs> he's wonderful, and um, obviously he was very, very important to me during this whole process. And I wanted a puppy <laughs> throughout my cancer journey and got one and ended up naming it after him <laughs> in honor of Dr. Hutchins. So my puppy is named Hutch. He's a golden doodle and very beloved. Yay. <laughs> yes. Well, good. That's fun. All right, it's 1130. And we're talking with Caitlin Phelps. Uh, she's been sharing with us about her personal battle with breast cancer and how she has navigated through it successfully with the love and support of her friends, family, and amazing uh, medical uh, staff and professionals, too. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we return, Caitlin is going to share her encouragement and tips for those who have been given a life-threatening health diagnosis on how to navigate through it all uh, as productively as possible. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3. K-L-I-N. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion, where we treat each customer with respect and dignity. A customer who purchases $50,000 of gold is not treated differently than a customer selling a gold filling. Every customer uniquely contributes to our business success. You're listening to 1499.3 K-L-I-N. You only have one shot in this amazing one life, helping you make every single day count. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back. It's 1134. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Thank you so much for joining us for One Shot, One Life. I want to thank our title sponsor, Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Pat, Courtney, and the crew there are a critical part of my financial team, and they are great to work with. They've been my trusted Precious Metals dealer for over a decade. If you are a current owner of Precious Metals or wanting to make your first purchase, I know it can be hard to trust going online to purchase from a company that you don't know about or that you don't have a relationship with. Personally, I'd rather deal with somebody face-to-face. -face. I mean, that's just the way I roll. So how I, uh, you know, I know that you can trust these people. Um, they've walked alongside me through my investment process. They'll do the same thing for you. It's why I highly recommend Lincoln Coin & Bullion. Uh, they've been around for over 15 years. I've been purchasing from them for over 10 years now. And I know Pat and Courtney and the crew will, would love to be able to help you out as well. You can get more information at LincolnCoinAndBullion.com. That's LincolnCoinAndBullion.com. And remember, um, they work by appointment only so they can give you their full attention. Uh, simply call them to set up an appointment at 402-327-2853. That's 402-327-2853. And then obviously, if you go in or you get connected with them, Please, we'd love it if you'd let them know that you heard it on One Shot, One Life. All right, we've been talking with Caitlin Phelps, a licensed mental health professional uh, and a cancer survivor, uh, about her battle with cancer. If you missed the first part of the interview, I highly recommend that you go to KLIN.com or use our KLIN app uh, to listen to it. Simply go to our podcast sec section there, and not only can you listen to this show, but you can listen to past shows as well. And you'll also be able to watch um, the video, uh, Facebook Live, of it on our Facebook page at 1400 KLIN. Plus, if you have a question or a word of encouragement for Caitlin, you can call the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline at 402-479-1400. And you can text. By the way, we do have a message. Um, this is from a gal named Sherry who says, Caitlin Phelps is an inspiration to so many. In the darkest days, she was always a light. I love that girl so much. You Thank get, you, Sherry. And you've got people from all over the country uh, tuning in through Facebook. Amazing. So you're already impacting people's lives. So. Uh, again, thank you so much for being here, Caitlin. Now, now um, 
in the first section, we talked about your journey uh, with breast cancer. For this segment, I know you really want to encourage those who are currently going through their own personal battle with cancer and other um, life-threatening illnesses as well. This doesn't happen to be just with cancer, because I know what you're going to share is, are some great tips. If someone has been diagnosed uh, with an illness, um, you know, because it's all consuming, like you mentioned, it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, um, where do you think they should start in trying to navigate through it all? Yeah, well, first of all, just I'm so, so appreciative of being able to share what helped me get through this and I really hope is an encouragement to others. I want to share first, just I know every story is very, very different and I feel super privileged to be able to successfully navigate treatment and have a successful outcome, but I know many don't have that privilege. So um, I hope that this in is encouraging um, what helped me, but also want to hold space for others that may not have the same path. So every story is different and that means every healing path is different, mm -hmm. but happy to share kind of what has helped me through. So obviously the biggest thing for me was connection. Um, I firmly believe you're not able to navigate such a devastating, life-altering diagnosis without support. Um, you can't do it alone. Um, I'm incredibly grateful to have the support system that I had, and it was just such a beautiful picture for me to have so many leaning in intentionally and not being afraid of doing that. Um, but I knew early on I had no choice but to receive that support, mm -hmm. and I think that was and could be a very difficult thing to allow yourself to receive help and to allow yourself to ask for help. Um, so I know there could be a temptation to isolate, kind of pretend everything's okay, um, that you're able to cope with everything, but it is, I think, very, very necessary to allow yourself the openness to receive that help and love. Um, I had an intimate group of people that I felt I was able to be very honest with and very um, open with about what was going on for me emotionally and physically and um, they were so right there intimately walking through with me um, constantly checking in on me blessing me with their presence um, you know gifts anything that would help to comfort me can I ask you a question I had a yeah. listener we were talking about the show and he he said would you ask Caitlin this like at what point did you feel comfortable with and deciding like when you could actually share the news and with who because right. he was just he was very curious like at what point do you do that right right and feel comfortable with mm -hmm. it because it's got to be difficult even Absolutely. to let people know about it yes so for me it was not a choice on the first day i there was about my family plus probably four or five people that i knew they're going to know about it and um, they're going to be the people that are walking beside me. And so I'm going to let them know today. I did kind of hold that news pretty tight for a while mm -hmm. just because of the emotional gravity that you have to go through the, those first couple of weeks. So I chose to publicly publicly share that story probably three to four weeks after I had been diagnosed because it, it, it gave me the opportunity to get more answers, get more understanding about where I was going, um, because it is very hard to try to explain and keep everyone updated on what's going on. I ended up creating a social media page for people to follow updates, mm -hmm. which was helpful. Uh, so that way I didn't feel like I had to have multiple conversations with people. Um, so for me, it wasn't really a choice. I just knew the first day my family and my close friends are going to know about this. And uh, over the last or the first couple of days, I brought an intimate group of people in. But for me, keeping that news private um, from 
like the public and many people, I decided to wait for a while just to be able to gain some more answers. So Mm -hmm. I think it's really different for everyone, but um, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to hold that on my own in the first couple of days. So I had to bring some people in that were important to me. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about that and you gave me some notes. You talk about that being just connection. Yes. Just vital. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I think connection both with your support team, family and friends that you know, and also connection to people who may have gone through it. So you kind of can understand and get some knowledge of people that have are either actively fighting it or have fought it and can kind of give that insight and validation of their experience. I got both of those experiences, mm-hmm. which was really helpful. What about honesty? You you mentioned honesty was important. What does that mm-hmm. mean and how do you yeah. How do you define that? Absolutely. So for me, the honesty uh, throughout my journey was holding and being able to feel honest about the really, really hard, the the grief of this diagnosis and what it meant for my life and allowing myself to express anger, mm-hmm. fear, sadness, loss, um, and leave space for those. Um and not just pretend everything's fine, it's gonna be okay, right. no problem, you're gonna get through this, because those are very real emotions. And um, it's, you know, as a therapist, obviously I'm talking about this all the time for us to be able to validate and express those hard emotions while recognizing gratitude and goodness, because mm. there is, there is so much goodness. Um, I saw so much goodness, even from that first day, even though it was so full of grief and hard and difficult, there's so much goodness and light that is within it. Um, But there were some days where there weren't, there was not goodness and it was just anger and and, um, fear and allowing myself to have those days that were uh, difficult to validate that, um, but not to stay there for too long and recognize too that I can hold both grief and gratitude together. That was so important to me throughout the whole um, the whole journey. That's, um, I love that, um, counterbalance of that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you also mentioned bravery when we, Mm -hmm. when we spoke earlier this week, you really talked about just bravery Mm -hmm. and and how important and how you learned that about yourself. Mm -hmm. Share that with us. Yeah. So I think the word bravery was really redefined for me throughout this whole journey because, you know, when I previously probably thought of that word, it's, it's strength and right. always holding it together and pushing through and being a warrior. And that's not what it looked like for me. I came across this quote really early on in my journey that I wanted to share. So mm-hmm. it's about courage. Um, it says, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. Um, mm. And it's impossible to think about, you know, uh, the future or to kind of have the courage to just say, I'm going to beat this. It's going to be okay. But um, the courage for me was saying, okay, I don't have it all together. This is hard and scary. Um, And my courage can be, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and do the best that I can to get through this and to try again, even if it's a hard day or full of uh, fear. So that was really important for me just to redefine bravery from feeling like you have to be strong all the time to say it's okay to not be okay it's okay to ask for help it's okay to receive that and you don't have to pretend um that everything's okay and that you're you know you're a warrior (laughs) sometimes being strong and being brave is is saying it's okay Mm -hmm. to not feel that way and you you do have bravery within you um that you might not have acknowledged before if somebody is listening and they don't have a support system like you mm-hmm. like you do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what can they do? Yeah, so 
you know, I think connecting with other um, people that are going through the same thing, that was really wonderful. I would, I would encourage, um, I was connected to a nurse navigator here in Lincoln that was able to connect me with some support groups. So I know there's, I'm not aware of all of them, but I know there's some really good support groups here in Lincoln that um, some are meeting virtually or some are meeting in person where they can um, go and feel honest about their experiences and meet with other people that are going through the same thing. Um, I'm obviously a big advocate for therapy. Right. <laughs> I engaged in my own therapy journey while I was going through treatment, and that was so helpful to be able to establish a relationship with someone that was an outsider that could provide that emotional support for me. Um, obviously, I was really connected to my church, and engaging in uh, faith community was very a huge resource for me and a huge blessing for me. So those are a few ideas. And didn't you get connected as well with people who uh, also had the same diagnosis that you did? Yes, I did. Yes, absolutely. So I was, uh, there's a young survivor support group here in Lincoln of, of young women who are experiencing breast cancer. And that was incur- incredibly helpful to me just to hear of others and ask for help and very specific, you know, things that my family and friends don't know about, but right. those people can kind of shed some light on. So I really encourage that for people that are struggling to get connected as much as possible to people that kind of know where they've been, even though every story is very different. Yeah. Great insights. Well, it's 1146. We've been talking with uh, Caitlin Phelps about her battle with cancer and some powerful tips to help you navigate through a devastating illness as best as possible. And when we come back, Caitlin will share her thoughts to help those of us who have loved ones in our lives struggling with a life-threatening disease on how best we can love and serve them during this difficult time. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1400 and 99.3 KLIN. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion, where we respect our clients' privacy. We discourage walk-ins to minimize customer overlap and fully encourage all customers to call us to schedule an appointment. We operate by appointment only to offer our customers a discreet and confidential transaction. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. Helping you tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything in life. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. It's 1149. You're listening to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Um, I'm telling you what, we're having an amazing conversation uh, with Caitlin Phelps, who recently won her battle with breast cancer. Uh, For our final segment, I know, Caitlin, that you're really wanting to encourage those who know someone who is currently going through their personal battle with cancer and any other life-threatening illness. Um, If someone has a loved one going through a journey like this, um, where can they start to provide love and support? Because I know a lot of times it's just... Sometimes it's just hard to know what to say or what to do. You don't want to, um, you know, you don't want to overstep your bounds. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um, you know, I think one of my thoughts is I don't want to say the wrong thing. Right. So, how can you help us in that area? Right. Well, I think there's a lot of support that's needed with cancer uh, in patients physically and, and emotionally and mentally. And I was so blessed to have lots of people caring for my physical needs, whether that was sending gifts or being there or bringing meals and all of those things were a huge blessing. Um, I also think 
yeah, it is really hard to be there emotionally and mentally for someone going through such such a difficult thing. And I think what's important to talk about here is the difference between empathy and sympathy. Mm. And sympathy involves feeling for someone and empathy involves feeling with someone. And what empathy really asks us to do is to be able to reach inside ourselves to access those feelings of grief or heart or sadness and be able to be there with someone without feeling like you have to change it, without feeling like you have to fix it, um, feeling as if you can just listen without feeling like you need to provide uh, any sort of cure or fix. And I think it's really difficult because that is hard to lean into the discomfort of some of those feelings, but it's so incredibly important because, you know, uh, for myself, I didn't have a choice to be going through those emotions mm-hmm. and I didn't have a choice to be experiencing those things. So when people were willing to say, no, I will come with you and I will sit in this with you. Um, and I'm not scared of that. That was so powerful. And that connection was healing instead of, well, I'm sorry you're going through that. <laughs> I'm sorry right. that's hard um, without diving into that. And I think that that is so, so very important. Um, I think a lot of time in these conversations, it's easy to try and avoid the discomfort or make ourselves feel better by saying, um, you know, potentially what I call toxic positivity, like at least it's not this bad, or at least it's not, you know, this stage, or at least you still have this, or don't worry, you're going to be okay. Or I know someone that was cured, you will be too. Or I know how you feel, you just have to be positive. Um, And I think that that can be really hard. But what was the most powerful for me is people coming to say, I don't even know what to say. This is so hard. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to be with you or I'm here to listen when you're ready to talk or this is scary, um, but I'm with you and I know this is hard, but I see your bravery. So listening without feeling like you need to fix and, and coming with empathy, I think is super important. And um, also uh, leaning in and accidentally saying the wrong thing is better than not saying anything at all. That's good to know. Um, For me. And I think that, you know, there were lots of people that were like, I know I'm going to say the wrong thing, but I want to be there instead of being afraid that I might. Because if someone doesn't say anything, I think, or it doesn't, someone doesn't acknowledge that, I think it feels more isolating Mm. and feels more scary. Um, So I think um, instead of avoiding pressing in, I think even coming and saying, I might say the wrong thing or I might do the wrong thing, but I love you and I want to be there for you. And um, I, I want to lean in. Um, that really helped f- for me to feel supported and seen. I know there was a couple times in um, my life, our family's life, where there was tragedy. Mm-hmm. And um, there were some things that were said mm-hmm. that was offensive mm-hmm. at the time to to us, mm-hmm. to me. Right. Um, but as I got older, right, I realized mm-hmm. they were only trying to help. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think even even if there is something maybe that's – and the reality is mm-hmm. they were trying to help. Right. They just didn't know the right thing to say. Right. right. And um, I don't know what that means, but I just wanted to share that. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know what I'm saying as yes. you're talking about yes. this because it goes both ways, and yes. it's hard. It's just a difficult situation. Absolutely. So, Are there any other things that people can do to help and serve and support? You know, I think – Offering encouragement, prayer, sending thoughtful messages, um, that, that was so, so beneficial for me. Practical help is so needed too. Um, I was just super grateful for all the ways that I was supported in mm-hmm. those ways. Um, so yeah. 
All right. So uh, let's talk about, you know, when we were talking earlier this week, you said there were several organizations that really were helpful for you, mm-hmm. for you especially locally. What mm-hmm. are some of those? Yeah, so Project Pinked is a organization in Omaha that supports breast cancer survivors. There's another organization, Pink Bandana, who Mm -hmm. does a mud volleyball tournament every year that raises money for young breast cancer um, patients. I was thankfully one of the recipients last year. Uh, There's another support group, um, Young Survivors, here in Lincoln and Omaha. That is young women. They meet and they have a Facebook page. Um, I also encourage, you know, getting connected with a nurse navigator at the hospital um, or, you know, wherever doctor's office and getting connected with support groups. Um, those are some resources here in Lincoln. There's a lot and Facebook it, as much as it can be tough. There's also a lot of resources and virtual support groups that were really beneficial for me. How did you set up your Facebook groups? Was there a private group and a public page? How did, how yeah, did you navigate so I, that? I chose to have a private page and just invited whoever wanted to be a part of that and follow my journey. And um, that was important for me to, to have that space to share updates and to receive encouragement and prayer. I was really grateful for that. All right. So we've got just a couple of minutes left, mm-hmm. and we always ask our guests one question. We call it the multiplier question. Mm-hmm. All right. And here's what, it, here's what it is. If you knew then mm-hmm. what you know now, um, what is one thing, Caitlin, that you wish you would have known earlier on in your life that would have made a greater impact on you and those around you? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it all comes back to bravery. If you would have told me three years ago that I would have beaten stage three breast cancer at 26, 27, I would have not believed you. Mm -hmm. And I think that this whole experience really um, allowed me to truly believe that I was created with courage and bravery and that um, I can be resilient and I can go through hard things and I have the strength to do that and that it doesn't have to look like what we talked about earlier always having it together, Mm -hmm. Um, but that bravery and courage, I was created to be Mm. brave and to be courageous and that that looks like um, asking for help. It looks like acknowledging your own strengths and your own resilience and waking up at the beginning of the day and say, I'll I'll try again today. And so I think knowing my bravery and my courage and how I was created to do this um, is, is one thing that has forever changed me. So you're a, a licensed professional mental mental health professional. You have your own practice in yes. town. Let's uh, as we end the show here. Why don't you share with people how they can get in contact with you? Yeah, you can get in contact with me um, on my website is wholeheartedtherapy.co. My email and phone number on there. Love to hear from you. And I also have a Facebook page, Wholehearted Therapy, and that's that's where you can get in touch with me. Well, Caitlin, this was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Doug. Honored to be here and share my story. I hope it's encouraging to others. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be encouraging to a lot of people. And please email us, Doug, at KLN.com if you've got questions uh, or comments regarding the show today. Uh, I love the quote that you shared earlier. I think it was from Mary Ann Radmacher. And again, I'm going to go ahead and say it again because I thought it was so good. Courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes courage is the little voice at the end of the day that says, I'll try again tomorrow. So, Caitlin, thank you again for being here, and thank you so much for uh, sharing your story and great tips with us and that great quote as well. Now, if you'd like to listen to the recording of the podcast of this show or previous shows, you can go to KLAN.com, and you can also download our app. Just go to the podcast section there, and you'll be able to click on One Shot, One Life and see all of our shows. Uh, And if you found our show valuable today, we would deeply appreciate it. 
if you would share it on social media and with those that you love. Again, I want to thank Caitlin Phelps, our guest. Special thanks to my producers, Josh, Johnny, and Kenny. And thank you for joining us today as well. Until then, take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count. Listening to the One Shot One Life Show. Visit OneShotOneLife.com to get a free download of our theme song. While you're there, learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Go there now. OneShotOneLife.com and listen every Saturday morning at 11, right here on 1499.3 KLIN. One life.